Hi, this is David and Barbie Cooper. Thank you for listening to the podcast today. It's always a privilege to share this time with you. Remember to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on social media. And for more information and resources to help you grow in your walk with the Lord, go to malparent.com. Thank you for your generous support. It helps the ministry greatly. Let's talk about an important subject we hear very little about. The discipline of God in our lives. The book of Hebrews chapter 12, verses 4 through 12, explained to us the reality of the Lord's discipline in our lives as His children. Now, the most challenging aspect of parenting is discipline. I can tell you the hardest thing about being a kid is getting disciplined. What is discipline? Why is it important in our lives and in our development? The word discipline means to train, to teach, and to guide. Discipline involves both teaching and correcting. We teach good behavior, we correct bad behavior. It also involves rewards and punishments. There are benefits from positive behavior, obedient behavior, and there are punishments, there are consequences when we break the rules, when we disobey. The word discipline is also a noun. We develop disciplines and good habits. We also learn to discipline ourselves by practicing self-control. And in this sense, the word discipline means the training of our physical, mental, and moral powers by instruction, control, and exercise. Most importantly, God disciplines us as His children. Just as our parents disciplined us and those of us who are parents understand the need to discipline our kids. The book of Hebrews gives us insights into the process and power of divine discipline and how God disciplines us. The first thing that we learn here in Hebrews chapter 12, beginning with the verse four, is that God disciplines us in love. So the motive and manner of healthy discipline is always love. We read in the scripture here, in your struggle against sin, you've not yet resisted to the point of shedding your blood, speaking of the martyrs. And have you completely forgotten the word of encouragement that addresses you? as sons and daughters. It says, my son, my daughter, do not make light of the Lord's discipline and do not lose heart when he rebukes you because the Lord disciplines the one he loves and he chastens everyone he accepts as his son or daughter. So we learn here, don't make light of discipline. Know that it is important. And even in our relationship with the Lord, It's important that we understand that God disciplines us. He teaches us, He trains us, He guides, He corrects. And don't make light of that. We don't hear much about discipline, but it's a very important part of life. And God disciplines us that way. Sometimes we might even miss it. We might not even see it happening. But today we can learn a little more about understanding how God teaches us and trains us and guides us and corrects us for our own protection. And all parents know that we only discipline our kids to teach them, to develop them, to caution them, to guide them, to protect them, to help them grow, to become the young men and women that God ordained them to be. So he says, don't make light of it. Don't fail to think about it. Begin to recognize the reality of divine discipline and know its importance in your own spiritual life. He says, second of all, do not lose heart when rebuked and corrected. That's very difficult, you know, to get rebuked, you know, to be put in our place when we're wrong and to be corrected. But our thinking needs to be corrected at times. 
Sometimes we fall into the thinking of the world. That's why Romans 12 and 2 says, do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our minds. We all need our thoughts challenged. And when we first become Christians, we don't know much about the scripture. We may not even know much about the truth of God. And we start hearing things in church. We start reading things in the Bible, preached, and we realize, hey, that's different than the way I was raised. That's different than the world. Absolutely, it's different. It's called truth. And sometimes it rebukes us. We realize, you know, I was wrong in thinking about that. I remember preaching one Sunday morning about proper relationships, and this couple came to me, and they were not young. They might have been in middle age, and they were living together. And they loved each other and wanted to get married. I remember them standing at the altar of the service saying, Pastor, we listen to the word of God today. And, you know, this is how we're living right now. Are you suggesting that we not do that until we get married? And I said, that's exactly what I'm suggesting. I said, you'll appreciate your marriage more. You'll do things the right way. Well, they were wise. They thought, well, we didn't thought about that. We never heard about that before. So they corrected, they got two separate places to live and then planned their marriage and they did it the right way. So sometimes, yeah, we get rebuked. We hear the word of God and we realize, you know, I'm not thinking right about that. I'm not thinking like God wants me to think. I'm not thinking in line with the teachings of Jesus. And we all need that. That's why we're growing in grace and knowledge. And that's why we're here studying the word of God, that sometimes we need our thinking corrected and our thinking adjusted. But that's how we grow. And the Lord disciplines us because he loves us. God sends people in our lives that help discipline us and correct us and teach us and train us. And that's how we become the people God called us to be. So God disciplines us because he loves us like every parent. And second of all, we learn here in Hebrews that God disciplines for our good. I love that word good. God does everything for our good and for our growth, just as loving parents do for their children. Divine discipline is for our good. In all things, God works for our good, Romans 8 and 28 says. He's always working for our good, never for our harm. The word good means that which is beneficial for the welfare of others. So he tells us here to recognize that everything God does in our lives is good and is for his good purpose in us. Endure hardship, the writer continues, as discipline. Look at that. Endure hardship. Think about the hardships of life as a way that you can learn and grow. As discipline. Not that God's sending the hardship. Life's come full of hardships. They're natural to life. But when you're going through it, endure. That's a great theme of Hebrews, to endure the difficulty, endure the hardship, get through it, grow through it. But endure it as discipline. You can learn disciplines for your own life. Discipline your thoughts, your habits, your diet, your schedule. You and I can learn discipline sometimes when we're going through difficult times. It can bring out the best in us. We can learn great lessons of life going through hardship. Instead of trying to run away from every problem, we're going to go through some difficulties. We don't have to get discouraged of that. Endure it. Get through it. And think, you know, this is a time of discipline, of training in my life, a, a time of refining, a time of developing me in the image of Christ. Why should we endure it? God is treating you as his children. For what child is not disciplined by their father. If you're not disciplined and everyone undergoes discipline, then you are not legitimate, not true sons and daughters at all. Moreover, 
We've all had human fathers who disciplined us and we respected them for it. How much more should we submit to the father of our spirits? You and I are a living spirit. God is the father of our spirit. Submit to him and we will live. We find the great life when we submit to God's will. Our earthly fathers disciplined us for a little while as they thought best. But God disciplines us for our good in order that we may share in his holiness. That's Hebrews 12, 7 through 10. What a wealth of truth was revealed in that passage. You see, hard times help discipline and develop us. And we should accept God's discipline and not resist it. Divine discipline helps us share in God's holiness. When I think about accepting God's discipline and learning from it, I think of a story of a little girl that was disrespectful to her mother. And so she put her in time out. The little girl just was angry and had a pity party and sat down in that chair and just had a very unpleasant look on her face, acting out passive aggressive behavior. And she said, you sit there until you get your attitude right. And I tell you, you can get up and sit on that stool. She looked at her mother. She said, mama, I may be sitting down on the outside, but I'm standing up on the inside. He says, don't resist God's discipline. Don't resist when God corrects you and guides you and teaches you. Accept it. He said, that's how God helps us share in his holiness. Think about that. Holiness is a powerful word. That's an intimidating word to me. I never think of myself as holy. And yet I realize that Christ died for our sins and he made us holy. That word means to be special. Think about that. With the special people of God, it means to be consecrated and dedicated to the purpose of God. We share in his holiness. We grow in holiness. We grow in the fruit of the spirit. We grow in the character of Christ. When we are willing to accept the discipline and training of the Lord. And third of all, we learn here in Hebrews 12 that God disciplines for our growth. Children only grow up to maturity if they have a balance of nurture and discipline. We all have to hear the word yes. And I would say as a parent that we should be telling our kids yes more than no, but at times we all need to hear the word no. And we need to accept that in our relationship with the Lord, that there are times that God says yes, and there are times that God says no. You know, I think we should thank God for unanswered prayer. Now, that might strike you as odd, because the Bible tells us Romans 8 and 26 that we don't know how we ought to pray. So if that be true, sometimes we're praying for things that aren't even the best for us. I, I can look back at times in my life and today I can say, Lord, I praise you that you didn't answer that prayer. I thought I knew what I needed. I thought I knew what I wanted, but I'm glad that didn't happen. Unanswered prayer is not always a problem. There's a reason. And God in his love at times says, yes, blesses us. But there are times that God in knowing the end from the beginning and knowing what's in front of us all says, no, that's not the best thing for you. You think it's the best thing. You think you want it. You think you got to have that. But the Lord knows that that's not what we want. That's not what we really need. So God disciplines us and he says, yes, he nurtures us. He says, no. And that's very important for our growth and our development. Now, kids without discipline in their lives become adults who are selfish, overindulgent, and entitled. We see a lot of that in adults because they were never disciplined. They were never taught. They lack that character development from their parents. And now at an adult level, they're very immature 
even though they're physically adults, emotionally they're immature because they weren't disciplined. They weren't guided. They weren't taught. And kids who are overly disciplined become adults who are insecure, angry, and suspicious of others. So discipline is never heavy-handed, and God disciplines us always in love. Healthy spiritual maturity requires both love and limits. It requires nurture and discipline. It requires comfort and correction. The writer of Hebrews goes on and says, No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Amen to that. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and a harvest of peace. Think about that. For those who have been trained by, that's what discipline will do. It'll bring a harvest of righteousness in your life and a harvest of peace. Therefore, he said, strengthen your feeble arms and your weak knees. He's talked about our spiritual weakness. Make level paths for your feet that the lame may not be disabled, but rather healed. He's talking about when we're wounded spiritually and we're unhealthy spiritually, you can strengthen your feeble arms and knees. You can take a level path when you follow the discipline of the Lord. So he reminds us here that discipline is unpleasant in the present. When we're going through a season of discipline or correction in our lives and going through a divine course correction, it's not very pleasant. But if we'll endure it, if we'll accept it, it will produce in us a harvest. Think about that there's always the action and then there is the result, the long-term result. A harvest in your life, think of that, of righteousness. Things the right way. Some of you think if I could just have everything working right in my life, that's a harvest of righteousness. Righteousness means things are going right. But learning from the Lord, accepting his discipline, learning his word, learning his truth. Discipline is the pathway to development. It will produce in us over time a harvest of righteousness and peace. The Lord disciplines those he loves. Join me for prayer. Lord, thank you today for your word, the encouragement of your word, the insights of your word. We thank you for the way that you train us and teach us and guide us in the way that we should go. Bless your people today richly through your word, I pray in Jesus' name. Thank you for joining me today and for spending time in the word of God. I want to encourage you to share, dig deep with your family and friends. Let's get as many people watching and listening to the podcast, just hearing the Word of God so that we can grow spiritually. If you'd like to know more about becoming a Christian or you want help in your Christian growth, we want to send you a free copy of my book, Fresh Start, That'll a small book that'll help you understand what it really means to be a follower of the Lord Jesus, how that you can live your best life in Him. I want to thank you for your gracious and faithful support of the Mount Perry Ministries. Make sure you follow me on social media. Download the Mount Perry app today. Let's stay connected as we're praying for you and for your family here. The entire Mount Perry team, we lift you up daily in our prayers, believing for God's best in your life. Sunday's coming. Invite somebody to church on campus or online. Looking forward to being with you this Sunday for worship. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. I trust the message has been an encouragement to you today. Remember to follow us on social media and connect with us at mountperrin.com. I'll see you right here next week for a fresh message from God's Word.